You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. And hello to everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be at this time. Uh, uh, you are here live here on Pet Life Radio's Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff, Pet Life Radio's live call-in show. Uh, the keywords there, live and call-in show. We want to hear from you, 877-385-8882, the best way to get us. Once again, 877-385-8882. You can also join us right here live online. If you go onto the website, PetLifeRadio.com, you click on shows, you scroll down to Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff, and you can follow. And instead of typing in a question, there is a link to Google Hangouts. You can click on the link and actually be here with us. Sit in front of your phone, in front of your computer. We'll be able to see you. Hopefully, you'll have your pet or pets in your arms or in visual so we can take a look at your pet as well. And um, we're here to answer your questions. We're here to help you out. We're here to, you know, when you have those big dilemmas about a medical or a surgical treatment, Doc, what do I do? What should I do? Uh, hopefully, we'll give you some good advice. And also, I uh, want to thank our sponsors for letting us be here with you. For example, Bravecto, a three-month flea and tick prevention it's oral, it's tasty, it's fantastic. Save This Life Microchip. Again, we, I keep threatening to have Chance on with us, who is the head of Save This Life. And as we are getting closer to Halloween, we're going to talk about the importance of identification on your pets. Also, More Than a Cone, raising awareness of, uh, uh, for animal welfare through the arts. Kong Veterinary Products puts out a, an annual, more than one event actually, called More Than a Cone. And basically, it's trying to raise money for awareness, for rescue, for plight of pets out there. It's uh, fantastic. And of course, ProSense pet products, veterinary quality products that you can buy in your mass retailers such as Target, such as Walmart. Fantastic stuff. Anyway, I was going to you know, put this off talking about Halloween. I realized that next week I may be traveling. I don't want to take a chance. The week after that's going to be way too close to Halloween to let you do anything about what we're going to talk about today. So today we're going to cover Halloween. In fact, I was uh, just telling our show producer, Mark Winter, that I started my day at 5 a.m. Thank you very much on a Sunday morning because I just came back from the KCAL KCBS studios here in Los Angeles doing a segment on, of course, Halloween. And uh, it's very important stuff to deal with. And uh, no time like the present as it's getting closer and closer. You know, it's so weird talking about cooler weather and fall and and uh, preparing for fall, which we will do. Then all of a sudden, as I'm here in Los Angeles, it's 90 degrees. Still, you know, short sleeve, shorts, cash. But then again, the Hurricane Matthew hitting the southeast. And uh, so we realize we're starting to get some fall-like weather patterns and you know many parts of the country are starting to cool down. So it's important to discuss these things. And one of the things that just autumn, fall is known for coming October 31st is Halloween. And yeah, it's a great holiday. It's fun, but it can be fun for our pets, but also can be dangerous for our pets. And we really need to go over just a few basics to make it a holiday that is fun for everybody. First of all, as I say, first and foremost, as everybody knows, it's the candy. It's the chocolate. It's the nuts. It's the raisins. It's the sugarless candy. You know, people are becoming conscientious. And what are they using to sweeten the sugarless candies? Xylitol. And if you've joined us on the show before, you know that xylitol can be very, very toxic to pets. So 
some of the things we want to, you know, sort of be aware of. And let's start with the, the, you know, the most common. It's candy. It's chocolate. And I have here in front of me, I don't know if you can see, just some some chocolate. You know, obviously, my favorite, the Snickers. And uh, yeah, they're, uh, I'm, all, I'm all over these guys. And you can see right there. And anyway, one of the things I wanted to, to bring to your attention is that if you had a, a little Snickers bar and you kind of smell it, you smell nothing, unless you have a really, really good nose. Let's talk dogs for a second. We have about 5 million receptors in our noses. So we can smell certain things, obviously, but things that are wrapped up, not not really good. Well, dogs have about, ready for this, 200 million. That means they have 40 times the amount of receptors that we have. So when you think about their ability to smell, they not only can smell through this cellophane wrapper, but they can smell through the chocolate. They probably, if they could talk and write, not only would they tell you what's in it, they can probably tell you the ratios. I mean, like the ingredients in order of what's in there. That is how amazing their noses are. That's why dogs are being trained to detect things like cancer, because they can sense, they can pick up smells of tissue, of body that are typical of certain diseases. And it really is just fascinating. So anyway, but what dogs can't do, they know they want it. They can smell it. They know it's a taste that they like, but they can't unwrap it. They don't have fingers. They don't have opposable thumbs. So what do, what do they do? They eat the whole thing. So when a dog is going to get a hold of the candy, not only is it the candy we have to worry about, but it's the wrappers as well or whatever, or the sticks if it's a lollipop or whatever it is, they're going to eat everything. And that is part of the problem. It just adds to the concern. Now let's talk chocolate for a second. We know that the toxic ingredient of chocolate are the methylxanthines, things like theobromine, things like caffeine. And um, in order to sort of create a toxic effect, it's usually around 20 milligrams per kilogram of body weight. So when you think of a dog that is going to eat this stuff, then they have to, for example, if you figure it out, you're looking at, for example, a 30-pound dog with milk chocolate would have to eat about a half a pound, one half pound of milk chocolate. That's a lot of these for half a pound. So milk chocolate is not so terrible. I think it's a little bit not. It's never overrated, but people are more concerned than they need to be unless the dog gets a hold of the whole bag. But when you think of dark chocolate, it's probably half of that amount is going to be toxic. When you think of baker's chocolate, it's a fraction of that amount. It's about, I mean, when you think of the 400 milligrams per ounce of dark chocolate, in a dark chocolate product. So that's a lot of milligrams. So if you do the math, it doesn't take much of dark chocolate. And you know what's even more toxic, actually twice as toxic as dark chocolate, baker's chocolate, is pure dark cocoa powder. That is probably one of the most toxic of all. And it doesn't take much. So these are the things we have to watch out. Now, when you think about the amount in a baked good, like chocolate chip cookie or, or a brownie, it, it would really take a lot. And white chocolate, by the way, is pretty much not toxic at all. I mean, they'd have to eat. They couldn't fit enough white chocolate in their stomach to achieve toxicity. They'll vomit or get stuffed before they reach a toxic amount. So white chocolate, needn't worry. Milk chocolate, uh, they'd have to eat a whole lot. When it comes to the semi-sweet, the dark, and the cocoa powder, that's where you have to worry. So be very, very careful and understand that they're going to do also a box of raisins. That could be extremely 
toxic, and anything sugarless, anything with the artificial sweetener xylitol also could be very, very toxic. Now, what about pets? What, I mean, what else can we do other than, of course, keep them away from the candy? As I say, when someone calls me and says that their dog got into a couple of Snickers bars, whatever, you know, what should we do? And I, the way to the dog, I, I'm not too worried. I, I'm more upset that you didn't save some for me than I am that the dog ate the Snickers. So I am a Snickersaholic. So a couple of things out, uh, we have to deal with also. We don't want our pets to be outside during Halloween. There's just too much commotion. There's too much activity and too much danger, potential danger of them trying to escape. They're going to hear people coming up to the house. They're going to see a lot of people out there, depending on what kind of gate you have. There are a lot of people out there that are pranksters that may even open a gate and let your pets loose. It's just, you just can't trust the sanity of everybody on crazy nights like Halloween. And not only do we kind of want to keep them confined, not in an outside yard, we want to keep them confined in the house as well. Because, you know, Think about it. Think about what's happening every few minutes during Halloween that the doorbell is ringing. People are coming to the door. And we're not talking regular people. We're not talking your best friends that the dogs recognize and are totally fine with. We are talking about these strange little beings. You can't see their faces because of the masks. You can't see them because of their costumes. You can have the sweetest, happiest, most social dog all of a sudden become very protective because of what they see in front of them. And they can't make out what it is. So they get anxious. They can be fearful. They can get nervous. And what do we know about fear and anxiety in a dog? It can turn a sweet dog into an aggressive dog. Not to mention that door opening and closing all the time. They may want to try to bolt. They may want to get out of there. They say, I'm, I'm enough of this stuff. So much smarter to keep your pets in a safe area away from the front door in the house and especially cats as well. Because cats really can't make much of this. And if you have, as I do, a black cat, I actually have two. One of mine's a tuxedo cat, but he's mostly black with a little bit of white. You got to be very careful. It's not a myth about black cats and Halloween and weird people out there. We know there are a lot of strange folk out there. And not only that, many shelters across the U.S. will not adopt out a black cat during the month of October. And for good reason, because you hear a lot of crazy stories. And, you know, anyone, anyone listening to this show clearly... It's because you're a pet lover. So you can't even fathom. You can't even come close to appreciating what weird people are out there and what they might do to a, a black cat. So don't even take the chance. If your cat is black, as two or mine of my six are, uh, they are, well, my cats are indoor cats anyway, but they are put away and they are safe for Halloween. And that is, I can't stress that enough. Now, what about, you know, dressing your pets in, in uh, costume? You know, that is... Some people like to do it. It could be cute, but you're not going to, most likely, you're not going to dress your pet in a costume unless you're planning on taking your pet with you trick-or-treating. So we have a couple of rules and regulations and things that, that you should be aware of. Number one, make sure that the costume is, and again, I for me, it's kind of silly. I don't recommend it, but if you have that pet that enjoys it, that seems to like it, and you've done it before, and they're used to it, and you know, go for it. But make sure that it doesn't restrict them. Make sure it doesn't block their ears or their eyesight. You want to make sure that they can still breathe well. So it's very important. And again, you're out in low light. You know, by the time kids start walking around trick-or-treating, it's already kind of dark. So think about it this way. You have groups of these same scary people that might be coming to your front door, and they're approaching you. And the dog is trying to sense because your dog is with you. And often dogs, then when with you, they are 
a little bit protective. So you have a dog that's with you that's protective and sees this group of whatever they may be looking like approaching, and even your sweet dog can become not so sweet. So I am not a big fan of taking your pets with you, but you know, having said that, if you have the right dog and you've done it before and they seem to be okay with it and it makes you feel better and you're not going to be home anyway to watch the dog and you want to take the dog with you, then by all means, give it a go. But again, I, I mentioned that you want to make sure to test your pets out first before you make that uh, trip outside with them. Anyway, I want to hear from you. Give me a call, 877-385-8882. I want to know if you've taken your pets with you on Halloween. And also, why don't you let me know how your pets behave and react during Halloween, just from your experience from years past. And uh, give us a holler, and let's talk about it. Don't go away. We'll be right back after these short messages from our sponsors here on Pet Life Radio's Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. I'm home. My hair looks cute. Now what? Bringing home a puppy or new dog is exciting, and he's depending on you to keep him in good health. Dogs need special care to keep them healthy as they grow throughout their entire life. Caring for their health is critical in all stages. With ProSense, it's simple and convenient to give your dog the care it needs with effective and quality products that treat, prevent, and provide essential daily vitamins and minerals. ProSense products are veterinary formulated and recommended to ensure the very best for your pet. Try ProSense today. Your dog will thank you for it. Pets love life. Love them back with ProSense. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Are you confused by the overwhelming number of supplements for your dog? Developed by a veterinarian, Dr. Baker's all-natural canine system saver is designed to address many of the common problems your dog faces today, including allergies, inflammatory diseases, arthritis, hip dysplasia, geriatric problems, and more. Restore and maintain your dog's health with Dr. Baker's all-natural canine system saver. Order two bottles today and receive 20% off plus free shipping. Visit Canine System SystemSaver.com. To get this special offer, enter coupon code RS20 at checkout. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back. You're here live with Dr. Jeff Werber, host here on Pet Life Radio. That's Dr. Jeff. And um, uh, once again, we want to hear from you. We have uh, a couple minutes, 10 minutes left of our show. So call us, area code 877, toll free, 877-385-8882. Once again, 877-385-8882 or join us live here. Click on to PetLifeRadio.com. Click on the show's Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff, and you can reach us live. And before the break, as I said, I welcome anyone to call in, and let's talk Halloween. I want to hear how your pets usually handle it. Do they do well? How many of you have 
have gotten into chocolate and needed to call the emergency or their veterinarian. What do you do when your pets get a hold of too much chocolate and you're panicking? So this is the best forum to talk about these things. So before the break, we were just talking about, you know, all the hazards, all the dangers, the costumes, taking your pets with you, trick-or-treating. There are other hazards and potential dangers that we need to know about. First of all, pumpkins, certain foods, though not toxic corn, you know, a lot of people decorate with corn. You have lights around your house, so you're going to have exposed wires. These potentially can be very dangerous. So again, know your pets. If they have a tendency, if they have a young dog, a puppy, a cat, and they want to play with things, then you have to be prepared. So cover these things up. Cover the lighting cords. Pumpkins, they sometimes, believe it or not, dogs like them, and some dogs like to play with them. And corn, for sure, we know is potentially dangerous because if they eat that cob or you're decorating and then you throw the corn away in the garbage and your pet gets into the garbage, they will eat that corn cob is about the perfect size to just make it through the esophagus. Mostly we're talking a big dog here. And then it gets into the stomach. Oh, the stomach can easily hand it. Then it starts coursing through the intestine. And what happens is when at certain points, like the ileocecal junction that gets very, very narrow, all of a sudden that moving, right, advancing corn cob comes to a dead stop. And it literally gets stuck. It blocks up the works. And it is a medical, not a medical, not only a medical, a surgical emergency. So we do not want this to happen. So again, just be aware. Uh, other thing, when you make the jack-o'-lanterns, you, you take your pumpkins and you carve them out or you and you put a candle or some sort of light source in them. Again, you need to be careful. Why? Because, and this is where cats come in. Cats are intrigued by flame, whether it's a candle, a regular candle, fire. They really will get close. I'm sure you, I'm sure anyone who has cats, all right? has a cat who has singed his or her whiskers because they got a little too close. And with the candles, I've watched, We have, I was doing something once, and we actually taped, videotaped, a cat with a lighted candle on a coffee table. And sure enough, which was our point to show, we watched this cat jump on the coffee table, start batting, gently batting at the candle and at the flame, ultimately tip the flame of the candle over, and thus... Obviously, potential disaster. Of course, we were prepared for it. So we knew this was most likely going to happen. And it did happen. So again, understand that cat and flame uh, don't always work well together. So it's uh, very important to keep that in mind as you are planning on Halloween decorations in and around your home and certainly outside your home. And then one more thing that we like to, I can't drive it into your brains enough. And that is that identification. We can only prepare so much for disaster. And, you know, the more we, we get to in advance, the more we think about it, the more likely we can prevent problems, as I always say, in most all the things we talk about. And as you know, whether it's a medical condition or a surgical condition, I always say prevention is key. It's much better and smarter to prevent the problem than it is to deal with the problem and try to solve it after the fact. And, and that's why we talk about preventive medicine. It's good for you and it's good for our pets as well. Well, here's prevention. We know that dogs and cats are going to freak. We know that most likely, if you have children, even best laid plans, right? So you have that dog or cat confined to a room, and one of your kids goes into the room, doesn't close the door completely, doesn't close the back screen completely, or isn't aware that dogs can bolt, and they go to answer the door, and your dog bolts. Identification is key, because these dogs are not, it's not like the dog is just taking a mild stroll. It's this dog is freaked out. 
And this cat is freaked out. So they're not just going to step outside. Even your good indoor-outdoor cats, that I hear it all the time. Oh, they, they don't go more than a couple of houses away. They stay in our yard all day. They stay in the front lawn all day. They stay in the bushes all day. I mean, that's cool. But when you have a, a cat or a dog that's frightened, that's fearful, it's going to make a bolt. It's going to roam. And make sure that your pets have proper identification. And not just a tag. Make sure they're microchipped as well. Very important. We'll talk more about that hopefully in the next couple of weeks before actual Halloween. But it is very important that they have proper identification because they do run out. I always worry that they might bite somebody, even the nicest dog. Even if you try to approach a sweet dog and you are dressed up in costume or your kids are dressed up in costume, there's no predicting, not at all, no predicting what happened, what may happen with your pet. So again, the best thing to do is be prepared and have proper identification on your pets. So just to backtrack a little bit, we're open. The phone lines are open, 877-385-8882, or uh, hop online. And if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you have any real-life experiences with your own pets, love to share them with our listeners. I think that's you know very important because we can often learn from other people's mistakes, from other people's experiences. And, and oftentimes, there are even so many of these things are unpredictable. And you know, as they say, and the way I would have to say it on radio live is crap happens. I guess you get my gist. So the best thing to do is to be prepared. So it's the candies, it's the, the chocolate, the darker the chocolate, the more dangerous it is. Make sure you have your veterinarian's number handy. Make sure you have pet poison hotlines handy. There are two or three out there. They can help you get through it, but they're going to ask you, by the way, what type of candy and to figure out the amount that your pet may have gotten into, because that will determine whether or not this is something to worry about or not worry about. So if you have a chewed up wrapper or you know the types of candies, when you're going to call them, make sure that you have everything in order. Next up, the non-chocolate dangers, which are the raisins, grapes, and many of the nuts in candies. Also, the sugarless and unsweetened sugar-free candies that have the sweetener xylitol. Costumes, know your pet. If they are, if they freak out, they, they may freak out. Don't take any chances. Have them inside, confined, safe, especially cats. Speaking of cats, your indoor outdoor cat should spend the week before Halloween, starting the week before Halloween. Try to keep them indoors as much as you can. And if you have a black cat, be very careful. Do not, I repeat, do not let them outside because as much as we are pet lovers, There are people out there that don't share the same sentiment and are pretty strange, especially when it comes to black cats and Halloween. So we want to be careful and um, make sure uh, you keep your cord safe. Anything else like corn, pumpkins, as far as fruits and vegetables that might be dangerous for your pets, grapes as well. And finally, as we just talked about, keep them well. Make sure you have good identification and that they are wearing their ID tags. Even if they're microchipped, they should have an external ID as well. And lastly, when it comes to the chocolates, you can send them to me, care of Pet Life Radio, uh, especially if it's Snickers, I'll take them all. I usually try, what I try to do for Halloween is I try to buy candies that I don't like. That way, if we have leftovers, I am not tempted. So, uh, but if you have any extra Snickers or whatever, you can uh, certainly send them my way. I will not reject a package of Snickers. Anyway, I'm off to the uh, the Rams game today, second uh, home game here in Los Angeles. If you have any questions or you want to send any mail to me, you can always reach me at PetLifeRadio.com and the mail will be forwarded to me, Dr. Jeff at PetLifeRadio.com. Very easy. And again, thanks to our sponsors, Bravecto, uh, flea and tick control, one chewable, tasty chewable, good for three months. Um, 
More Than a Cone, raising awareness of animal welfare through the arts. Uh, that's Kong Veterinary Products. And Save This Life Microchip and ProSense Pet Products. So have a wonderful week. Hope you're getting prepared for the insanity of Halloween. Uh, just to, again, reiterate, I may um, I may be traveling next week. I'm not sure I'll be here live with you. Hopefully I will. And um, everybody have a great week. And those of you in the Southeast, thanks for listening and hope you are drying out. And uh, and also, I guess, in the uh, Northeast, had some rains. I know D.C. was uh, rained out. My, my uh, Los Angeles Dodgers uh, had to uh, take a, an extra day off. They are going to be playing this morning. So anyway, uh, great uh, being with you this morning. Thanks for joining me here on Pet Life Radio. And hopefully we'll be seeing you next week, but for sure not. If not next week, we'll see you in two weeks. Have a great week or weeks, everyone. Be safe. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.